0: back to It's Kind of Dark. I'm Andrew.
1: And um, I'm Austin. And uh, what are we talking about today? We are uh, talking about the New Jersey Pine Barons, Also okay. known as Pine Barons or just the Barons, Or also just the Pines. They really just... <laughs> and l- any one of those <laughs> words. two words. As long as it's the a combination then. That's now this, I... About.
0: This is the first episode where I haven't done any of the research and this is just strictly you. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, we'll see how it goes. Is there anything that happened this week that you want to talk about? It's been a about? couple weeks since we recorded. That. And that, we missed a week because I, um, I'm <laughs> officially a senior in college. I finished my uh,
1: finals week of, junior, of my junior year. Congrats. Thanks. Um, yeah, I got a couple things, though. I had one, dude. Last Monday, the Monday we didn't record the following Thursday. hmm I got my second COVID shot. Nice. How... Because you got Moderna. Dude, dude, I got the fucking craziest fucking story to ever. What happened? Dude, so I went to the Wingate pharmacy. hmm Okay. And um. the pharmacist fucking quack, bro. <laughs> Crazy, dude. What so so how they had to do is uh, we sat in our cars and then they did groups of five at a time oh right so my group goes in there's five of us we go in and you know he gives us each a shot one by one goes through the list you know and I was the last one for some reason mm-hmm. so everybody else leaves because of the second shot I sit there in the chair and so the guy before me was like had a face mask on like a uh, shield okay and he's like, "Oh, I love the shields. You know, I'm doing something where I deal with people a lot, and I just think it helps keep, you know, me safer." And the pharmacist is like, "Oh, I got a whole box maybe you. want them?" So he gives him a whole box of face shields. Thank you. Wild car. <laughs> Um, So he gives him a full box of face shields. Mm-hmm. And as the guy's walking out the door, he mumbles under his brother, like, "Not that they do anything anyway." I was like, "That was the first thing." Okay. Like, he's like, All right. That's weird. I'm like maybe he knows something I don't know. He's a pharmacist, you know. <laughs> Wait, the pharmacist said the that. The pharmacist said that.
0: Oh well, I've also kind of thought that about. It's like the plat, like the one that Andy Reid had. Yeah. During all of the Chiefs games, he like I kind of always figured that they if don't the, really do the anything. Full face
1: plastic kind of shield. Yeah, but for like those who aren't football fans?
0: Anything can get around that plastic sheet. Anything can get underneath it because well, you're like,
1: supposed to wear that and a mask.
0: Right, and with like a typical, and it protects your eyes. Yeah, so, like, with a mask, like a, like a you know, disposable, like the blue ones or, like, the N95s, like, those are, like, specifically formed around your nose and mouth, whereas the plastic shield, like, <laughs> I kind of agree with the pharmacist, on right. um, which, of course, <laughs> I better. typically do.
1: It gets better. Okay, go ahead. Let's see if you keep that notion at the end of this story. Uh,
0: with the quack? <laughs> with I the, forgot. You...
1: The, the pharmacist is the quack. Okay, go ahead. So, let's see if you keep that. I agree with the pharmacist at the end of the story. Okay. So I'm the last one to get the shot in my arm. It's just <clears> me, the pharmacist. We're in this back like storage closet room. <laughs> it's really weird setup. It right. um, so gives me the shot. And then he sits there. He's like, it's all bullshit. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, let me tell you. This is my profession. And I hate it. I work in a field of lies. I was like, what? A, f- a field? field of lies? Yes. He said, let me tell you this. Straight up, it's a man-made virus. <laughs> it was made by Fauci and the U.S. government pulled his funding. They told him to stop messing with it so he sent it to a lab in Wuhan. He said, I don't, I'm not going to tell you for sure because I don't know whether it got released on purpose or an accident, but it got released and it's man-made. He said they've never been able to, I guess, isolate the whole virus, just parts of a virus and every naturally occurring virus, they were able to isolate the full virus and every man-made virus is, like, designed to not be isolated, I guess. So they could never isolate the full thing. I don't know what any of this means. I'm not a pharmacist. Yeah. If my mouth has there... just stayed open this entire time. Yeah, it, cause he... That's insane. So he's like, they've never been able to isolate the full thing. And he's like, and honestly, <clears throat> having vaccinated people are more dangerous to unvaccinated people than what the actual viruses. That's what this guy told me. And then he pulls down his Pfizer. He has a binder, like, when, I guess, when the pharmacist started giving vaccines. They okay. sent, like, pharmacists and doctors, like, info sheets. Okay. You know, which makes sense, right? Right, yeah. But the one, the pharmacist one, the for Pfizer, the binder, like, right on the top, in big bold lettering, it says, like, keep vaccinated and unvaccinated people separate. So I'm like, did this guy just, like, make this? Like, I was, like, kind of, like, freaking out. I'm like, oh, well, maybe you... Guarantee that's just a sticker he put on I was it. like, what if this boy spin facts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, damn. And he's, like, sitting there, he's staring at me, he's talking, he's riffing dude it was like 10 minutes just riffing I was trying to go to work too Like, I took a half day like in yeah. the morning I was gonna go in the afternoon and I was like yo I gotta go like he's just riffing so he's like yeah you know and then he opens the thing he's like it causes infertility in women I was like I did I I heard that he was like "He's like it's a sterilization thing I was like oh yeah he's like yeah straight up it's like it could he's like and then the craziest part, the part that lost me. Uh-huh. right? I I was trying the whole time not to fucking <laughs> laugh. Like I was like I was like biting my mouth the whole time. Yeah. And then he's like, "Do you know who DMX is? The rapper just died." I'm like, Shut up. Yeah, I know DMX is. He's like, they say he died of an overdose. Shut up. He got the Pfizer vaccine that day Shut the fuck and he's like, up. Was, and then he's like, "There's this boxer, and I forget the boxer's name." Um, he's like, "This boxer is healthy as an ox. You know, he's a boxer." He got the Pfizer vaccine. Next day, die. He's like, the J&J vaccine, he said they said it was six women. He said it was thousands of people call seizures and stuff. This is what this guy was riffing. For like 15 minutes, dude, the pharmacist had just stuck the needle in my arm. I was like, damn, dude, you couldn't tell me all this shit before I got the vaccine. Wait,
0: so with the vaccine, you like get vaccinated. It takes like 30 seconds and then you sit there for 15 minutes. That
1: so- is if it's your first dose. Your second dose, you can leave. Oh, they did if that? If you don't have a reaction on the first dose your second dose you can leave right away
0: oh for me for i had pfizer and for me they i had to wait the 15 minutes the first time and then
1: the second time as well okay yeah so that's why he let everybody else go you know but he just saw saw you and he was like this kid's gonna well i put it together later i was like why why me why am i singled out sitting here Mm -hmm. and he told and then he hands me he's like here's your card um I'll see you, you know, you are You can leave. And I look at him like, do you need to fill this out? Like, you didn't fill out the second dose. Uh-huh. Like, And he looks at me and goes, oh, this is your second dose? I was like, what? Was so like, he knew nothing about you? No, he just put a shot in my arm. <laughs> just put the saline water in my arm. Jesus. And he's like, oh, my nurse is supposed to do that for me. So he gives it to her, she fills it out. He's like, all right, you're good to go. And I leave. So I think the reason he hold, held me there...
0: Because he thought you had and, to wait 15 minutes.
1: Right. But then he just riffed at me for fucking for fifteen minutes. minutes about the craziest conspiracy stuff I've ever heard.
0: That's insane. So I was
1: driving home the whole time. I was like, I was like, maybe this dude <laughs> well, spin yeah. facts. I was like, what if what if he knows something that I don't know? That's like, He's a pharmacist. Maybe this dude spin facts. You know? Okay, but yeah. And then my, the more there, pressing... I'm
0: sure there are still people at NASA that are like, man, maybe the moon landing was faked Or like doesn't don't trust that shit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure like, there are quacks. At NASA yeah, that of course. That. But the more pressing thought in my mind. Was like, I was driving home I was like, did this fool just give me the same dose twice? <laughs> I was like, fuck, what do I do about this? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Rite Aid. So I went and pulled in the Rite Aid parking lot.
0: <laughs> I got another dose. <laughs> I got <laughs> that, that secret third dose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I started the Pfizer one. <laughs> no, I walked back to the pharmacist and the doctor sitting there, I'm like, hey, man, and he's like, what's up? I was like, Listen, so here's what just went down. I was like, <laughs> so I, I explained to him what happened. And I was like, so yeah, he's like, oh, this is your second dose. He's like, no, it's um, the same dose and you just get it twice. I was like, awesome. <laughs> I was like, so I don't have to worry about anything. He's like, as long as he didn't mix up doses, like brands, I think it will be fine. I was like, all right, sounds good. Sick. So it fucking kicked my ass. Yeah, what were your, uh, how were you I, doing? I Not the flex. Uh-huh. But I'm gonna slowly flex here. Okay. I have a great immune system. Me too. My immune system's I do pretty not good. Cotter, my immune system? Like you remember the episode of The Office? Where like Dwight's like, we shouldn't be using hand sanitizer. Yes. We yes. should be rubbing dirt on our hands. Dirt bones, in our hands. Peeing on our hands or whatever. Right. And and George Carlin is a similar skit. That's kind of what I do. Not I don't pee on my hands, all right? Let's be real. But I, I just don't wash my hands after I pee. <laughs> I never, I never wash my. Oh, no shit. No, like no. Obviously, I wash my hands after I use the bathroom. Stuff you're supposed to do as a basic human. Right. But it's like you know, I work outside all day. I work a job where I use my hands a lot, and you know, and it's when like, you
0: drop food on the floor. Do you still eat it? Sometimes I do. Depends on the food. All the time. That's a, okay. Yeah, true. If it's like a saucy kind yeah, of thing, like, if I drop
1: a meatball on the floor, it's gone. If it's something where the food can like stuff stuck to it it's gone yeah if it's okay. a dry food like if i drop like if i drop a, couple a, of french, beans, fry, or a french fry on a wooden floor or a chicken nugget yeah without sauce on it
0: right i'll eat it respect
1: <laughs> but yeah anyway <laughs> no but like i don't cotter my immune system you know what i mean it's like you know i know people who use hand sanitizer all the time and that and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it it's just i don't do that and mm-hmm. i do not get sick because it's like, you, you got to expose your immune system to fucking diseases. <sighs> no, but it's like, I just don't get sick. Like, I don't... I've never actively thought about germs, really, until this fires. No, I mean, it's serious. Like, it's like, i like uh, never you know, once thought about germs. Never once. But it's not like, oh, maybe I shouldn't touch this shelf in Walmart because it could have bacteria. I've yeah. never been a germaphobe like that. Or like, not even that's a germaphobe thing, maybe. It's just like, I've never thought like, oh, there could be germs on this. Maybe I should... It's just something like, it's like, this is a thing. And I need right. that
0: thing. Well, I think... The one pot, you know, out of very few positive things to come out of this pandemic, excuse me, I think we're all much more like keenly aware of like the gross things we used to do. Like, go into a store and like touch everything and then like be touching your face the entire time Mm -hmm. generally that's just a gross thing to do yeah but like we never thought about it like you know until or like going out in public with a like i was actually just talking to a coworker about this now like going forward if i ever ever like i love the idea of wearing of you know of people wearing masks outside when they're sick just in general,
1: yeah. When you're sick, like wear a mask, like. But like you know, if we like that wasn't a like thing they,
0: in the United States before.
1: They lifted the mask mandate today.
0: They did, and I said all along,
1: like once they lifted it, like I know it's still gonna be like a gray area for a while. Mm-hmm. But I said all along, so long, once they lifted it, like I'm not gonna wear a mask because I don't have to. <laughs> I, I just I just did my part for people, right? You know? And because I care about people, right? For the most part,
0: I saw a tweet today that was like, um, people who don't have to wear masks. People who are following the CDC's guidelines and people who are not following the CDC's <laughs> guidelines. That's pretty true. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody Every, literally everybody.
1: Um, no, but like so they lifted it and you know it's like But if I'm sick, probably wear a mask. If I'm sick and I have to yeah, go of out, course. Fuck it.
0: I like I think that's a good habit for people to keep Yeah. after this pandemic
1: is hopefully over in the near future. But now here's for my curveball. That's going to make everybody cringe. Right. I think I made a mistake by getting the vaccine. Explain Mm. that. Okay. So back to the point where I made where I don't cut my immune system. Right. I have not been sick. I thought about this when I was laying in bed and couldn't move. Mm -hmm. I have not been sick to the point where I was incapacitated in six almost six and a half years. Okay. Um, And the last time I was sick to the point where I was incapacitated, I think it was food poisoning from raw chicken. Not actual like a virus or bacteria. Right, yeah. So um, the last time I've been sick from like germs Mm -hmm. I guess in a sense as a broad term. I can't remember. Okay. I got the vaccine kicked my ass. Uh My kidneys were sore, dude. (laughs) My kidneys hurt. I had a fever. My legs hurt so bad Mm -hmm. and my shins that I felt like if I got out of bed because I wanted water I woke up like 2.30. I tried to sleep through it. Yeah. So I tried to sleep through it and I got a phone call like 10.30. Okay. And that woke me up because I started to feel weird about like 8. Okay. So I'm just going to go to bed. I'm going to sleep through this. No big deal. Yeah, I woke up about 10.30 by my phone. hmm I was like, shit, I feel like, <laughs> so like crap. I'm like, yeah. it's not good. I try to go back to bed. I wake up again at 2.30. And it was, it was go time. Like Yeah. force, like, yeah. fucking My this, white blood cells are boxing in this my body. The
0: same like, thing happened to, to Kaylee, my girlfriend. She... Had a fever of 103. We got um... thank you motorcycle outside. Thank you motorcycle. It's I like hope that's motorcycle. actually coming through on the mic. Well, I'm I, sure it is because yeah. we can hear it. In our yeah. Heads it. Um. But yeah, she. We got vaccinated at 10:30 in the morning, and by like five o'clock in the afternoon, like mid afternoon, we were both hella feeling it. And then we went to bed that night and Kaylee, yeah, she just like was, she had a fever of 103 and she was just like
1: absolutely dying. Yeah. So it's like, I was laying in bed. I'm like, damn. And like my shins hurt so bad that I wanted water and Tylenol. Mm -hmm. I felt like if I put pressure on my shins, it'd snap. Yeah. Like it was bad. Like, and I'm like, I'm laying in bed. I took off work the next day. I'm laying in bed. I'm like, you know, I live my life. This might be terrible to say, uh-huh. and I got the vaccine to do my part because I care, right? Um, but I'm like, man, you know, thinking about I'm like, I really didn't live my life any norm, like any different during the whole pandemic, like you know, I'm lucky enough, and I'm gonna say here, like I'm one hundred percent lucky because I know a lot of people went through a lot of hard times mm-hmm. that I really like my routine didn't change too much, like because my work was considered essential, like, quote unquote essential, yeah, kind of gray area essential. So I went to work last year. um, Went to work this year. Um, You know, not a lot of things changed. I've been going out. You know, sue me. You know, maybe I shouldn't have, but I do. And now I'm vaccinated. Um, And I never got it. (laughs) Like I've there's been times I've come in such so close contact that there's no way. Like I've walked out a place and been like, definitely gonna bring this home. Yeah. Like I'm definitely gonna get sick. Right. And I didn't. Like it's like so now it's like. I just kick my ass with this with this, RNA or what you know the virus mm-hmm. or the vaccine and it's like, man I should just let my body do its thing. It's done its thing <laughs> for so far, you know. One thing, but I'm a good person and I do my part. Well, so. yeah,
0: I I mean like I was, in, or I guess I have been like an extra, good boy, throughout this whole pandemic. Like I haven't gone to a restaurant since it started. Yeah, I, like.
1: I haven't really gone to restaurants in that sense, but it's just like, you know, if my friends are like, or I guess, yeah, they're like, you want to hang out, or, you know, let's go to Yeah, I'm guilty. Such such. I'm guilty of, you know... Me. I'm guilty it's of that just, as like, well. Yeah. Like, going out... You, you know. know, and since I turned 21, it's like... Things have been kind of ramping down, so I've been... We've been... A couple of my friends, we've been going to the bars uh, and such, and just, you know, it's like being 21. When I went down south, you know, it's like in right. south, they had nothing. Like, it's like no...
0: Yeah, I remember, yeah, me. Kaylee and I... Went to South Carolina this past summer, so almost a year ago now, and, like, we wore masks the entire time, like, go, like, at a gas station, like, pumping gas in the middle of the night on our way back up from South Carolina, and, um, like, no one was around, but we, like, we still wore masks, like, every time we stopped at a Sheets, yeah, we wore masks, and we were the only ones, like, may, maybe, like, two other people.
1: Wherever we went. Yeah, like, I can think, like, the big thing to me is Nashville. Like, we were in Nashville. Yeah. And think of, like, a club or, like, prom dance floor. hmm But that's the whole street. Inside the bars, outside the bars, everywhere. Is yeah. And nobody gave a shit down there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fucked up. They're all drunk. Mm-hmm. Nobody wore their masks. And I left there, that place and I was guilty too. I was there. I was in the atmosphere, you know what I mean? It's right. Like, enjoying your time. Yeah. I left, I got in my car, I'm like, I am definitely going to get COVID. Like, we are all going to get COVID on the rest of this trip. I'm going to come back with it. Yeah. So it's like, damn. And I didn't, you know? I didn't bring it back. I didn't get it. Like, I've had to come in contact with it at this point.
0: Absolutely. I think this is just my personal, not professional opinion at all. But I do. And like, well, for me specifically, at least, like, I work retail. And, excuse me. I've, like, me my coworkers have... We talk about it all the time. Like, since the pandemic began, like, we've, like, every single day we're there, we have, like, a multitude of people coming in without masks. Like, I remember, this is a true story, and it's so, like, stereotypical, but we had a woman come in at the very beginning of the pandemic, like, right when the mask mandate hit a woman came in, went to the produce section, and started coughing on all of, like, the uncovered food. Like, the apples, the bananas, like, everything. She was... Do you l- remember
1: they arrested somebody for, like, terrorists?
0: Yes. The, no, 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 no. That? My, um... <laughs> I work at Target, so my boss is referred to as a uh, an LOD, leader on duty. Um, she was like, if you see anyone doing that... LOL. L- yeah. If you see anyone doing that, let me know, and I will call the police on them. Like she was like, I'm not fucking around with that, and I was like, I mean, fuck respect, dude. She fuck draws that. her like she draws her like army paint like on her. Eyes, <laughs> yeah, but like, two lines in her <laughs> eyes. She puts her like. Hat. I'll fucking go right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's loaded <blowing> her shotgun.
0: <laughs> but like honestly, that's like not some that oh, that made me that really pissed me off, and like that shit happened all the time, like that kind of shit, and um. Like, we have people, whole-ass families, especially now, since people are getting vaccinated, like, we have whole families coming in without masks, and we had that, you know, before the vaccine was even available. You know what I mean? So, like, and (laughs) specifically where where I work, Mm because I work in the electronics department, and we service... Not me specifically, we have a like a mobile team who services phones. And the cool thing about Target is we are, if not the only, one of the only retailers that uh, carries consumer cellular, which is essentially just a phone plan specifically for old people.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And the thing about old people, fucking, I don't care if I get shit off for of this, but fuck them, dude. I hate old people. I did not hate old people when I was like 16 or like 15. But then I started working in retail Target. and I hate old people, dude. Not all old people. There are some cool old people like your grandfather. He's a cool dude. I met him. He's really, really dope. That. Yeah, he's a dope dude. That being said, apart from a very small percentage of you know outliers, the mass majority of old people suck. And there's a and I know that there's a reason for that. They come from the baby boomer baby oh my god. Baby boomer generation, which is like a whole joke. But the thing about are that you talking
1: about like like baby boomers, like old people or like older, because like I'm thinking of like my grandfather and his age. Those mm-hmm. are like baby boomers parents.
0: Well like baby boomers and them, you know what I mean? So okay, like i so fifty and up, you know what I mean? Okay maybe that's mean 60 60 and up there we go not 50 although there are a lot of a lot of really shitty fucking people in their 50s anyway
1: dude i had this old lady sorry to interrupt that's all right tangent trust me i'm gonna get right back into it i had this like middle age she wasn't too old she was like a middle-aged lady i was pulling out of a road and like i wasn't like stepping on the gas to get going because nobody was coming Mm -hmm. and it was a blind turn i had to make it right on so she like came flying up behind me because i guess you know she couldn't see me pulling out or whatever I was just I just got going, you know. I was going like twenty because I was accelerating, <laughs> and she comes up and I see her in the in like going like this, like, and I saw I saw her roll down my window and I wave at her. my like, goodness! <laughs> and I see her, she's like, she's like struggling at me and she's like and shaking her fist hands at me. up and and it like, took everything. I was gonna, I was about to be like, and blow her a kiss <laughs> in the mirror. I just did it. I didn't want to escalate it, but I was like waving at her and giving her a thumbs up and stuff. She was so mad at me. That like a lot of pissing people off.
0: I know the baby boomer, like the oh the fucking okay boomer thing. Like I know that's such a joke.
1: But like Okay, but it's a joke for a reason.
0: For a reason, and that reason is because that generation, like, the country at the time, everyone like families revolved around the children. When those people were children, like their parents gave them everything. Like that's just the that was the mentality at the time, you know? And that left them with a sense of entitlement. So these people like come out into the world and they're so bitter that ev- like not every when something doesn't go their way. And that kind of, that comes back to what I was talking about. with the whole fucking consumer cellular thing is because like we will get old people who come in and they're like, I am upset about this thing with my phone. Can you change it? And thank God I'm not part of the team that has to deal with them. And they are saints for dealing with them. But, like, our mobile team members will be like, oh, like, uh, you, like, let's get in contact with Consumer. Like, let's do this with your phone. And they'll just get so mad. And the entire, and they'll scream. Like, a good 70% of all of the guests that come in for Consumer Cellular just have like veins bulging out of their neck. Like they're just screaming and a good 90% of them do not wear masks ever. And so they're just coming in, coughing all over the place cause they're old and they're fucking dying. So they're just coughing and sneezing all over the place and they're just screaming at us and just like, Oh, I've okay. Back to my main point <laughs> because <laughs> I deal with this. And because I work in retail and anyone who works in retail or has been working in retail throughout this pandemic can relate, like, (sighs) I don't want to say we're on the front lines of the pandemic because obviously there are healthcare workers who are far more like putting themselves at risk and, you know.
1: You're like the second or third line. I'm,
0: yeah. So. You're like the
1: gears of the capitalist.
0: (laughs) Essentially. But any essential worker that has to deal, that's in this in the service industry, right? Like the service industry and the public health industry. Obviously, the public health industry is far more, um, you know, exposed. But the service industry is plenty exposed to people because that's their job. And so, throughout this whole pandemic, like my coworkers and I would talk like, there, and we still talk about it. There's no, no way that we have not been exposed, you know, and I flashback to, you know, April this past, not this past April, but the April before. um, So a little over a year ago now, when like the pandemic, like, I think it was, I don't know when we declared COVID a pandemic, but it was like right around that time. And I got struck throat and i get strep throat all the time like once every couple of years so i know exactly what it feels like and i know when I, i'm about to get it and i know when it's going away and i remember i got strep throat in april and the whole time i was like this is the worst strep throat i've ever had like i was completely just on my ass the entire time like i couldn't smell anything i i don't think i lost my sense of... Actually, no. Actually, thinking back on it. Remember when I had my sore throat, I made myself a cup of coffee. And I was like, I can't taste this. And so I didn't drink coffee for like five days. And that's the longest I've ever gone without coffee. I don't know why I remember that. But yeah, so like... And almost everyone has that story. Like my sister, who is a nurse, um, she got like insanely sick for like... And it, it like peaked obviously but she was she had like some form she was sick for like four months like she was still like able to like go out her day and do whatever but like she was sick for a really long time and and i feel like a lot of people have that story of you know early in the pandemic or before it was even declared a pandemic like they were getting very very sick so you know in response to your point of you know going out and doing all those things like you're bound to get it i personally think i think a lot more people got it than we even think and i think if like i know the antibody test is a thing that's available like our friend chris who works in a hospital he got the antibody test and it came back negative for him um but that was like months and months ago but i feel like if a lot more people got the antibody test or the antibody test was free i know at least where we live it's like a hundred dollars i feel like if that was made more accessible you know i I think the numbers of people who you know i i feel like a lot of people would would test positive on that
1: yeah um
0: all right i'm gonna move us along sorry i just got into a hell of a rant that was a
1: a point is i hate old people (laughs) and Um, a lot of people had no but but to finish up on this just as a closing note um (laughs) Yeah, I kind of think, like, the reason I got so sick off of it is, like, I think I was exposed, probably, and was asymptomatic. So when I got the mm. shot, my body was like, yeah, dog, <laughs> we already been through this before. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. and they just kicked its ass, and I felt like it kicked its ass this time, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, all in all, we don't know shit. We don't know anything. We're we we're, just we're are, yeah. we're just dummies. Yeah. But, second story that just proves that we're dummies, on my heart, I'll make it real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I went... Into um, a town the other day, um, and I parallel parked. I was in like downtown square. Okay. And I parallel parked and was getting out, and my car's got manual locks, like door locks. Right. So I go to the meter, I, like, I stop for lunch. So I go, to, which is important to the story.
0: Right. I go Sounds to the meter like a... to
1: pay, and they have like, because they have like the new digital machine that the card pays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, it takes card. it doesn't take coins. I, my card's still in my car. So I go around, you know, passenger side on the curb. I unlock my car, on the passenger side door, open mm-hmm. it up, grab my car out. I close my door. Um, lock my door. Right. Pull my keys out and drop them. But it just so happens that where I was parked was right over a drain grate. No. And it was clogged with like three feet of water that <gasps> looked like motor oil, like used motor oil. It was so. That's an
0: absolute nightmare. And of it my. was the most
1: movie, straight out of a movie scene thing that has ever happened. I looked, I watched them fall and I went, oh no. And they hit and bounced. <laughs> oh shit, did you catch it on the bounce? <laughs> no, they bounced and then fell in. And <gasps> I have a lanyard and like, I just watched the lanyard float in the water for a little bit and eventually the lanyard got heavy and water And I just watched the lanyard slowly sink down. How the fuck did you get your keys back? <laughs> so, um,. I, had, I was up there with um, people I knew, and they took me to, like, Ace, and I got yarn and a magnet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I fuck, dude. I fished for them. That's so funny. And the great, like, there's these, like, guys hanging out and like, it's a pretty rough area, you know what I mean? Right. Like, no, like, it's not, and it is, like, it's just, like, a poor city, you know what I mean? It's grand. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, like, a city that's not, like, booming anymore. Mm-hmm. These, these like scraggly looking dudes were hanging on the bench I was like in are fishing the crates got a bunch of nails and I got my keys and I started my, I'm like oh my yes and I <laughs> like fist bumping I was like like you know kind of just, I was yeah. getting hype you know and they're just staring at me like what the fuck is this, <laughs> what is this kid doing <laughs> I was like yo I got my keys they're wet gross <laughs> 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 I, like, I, <laughs> 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 I ruined my tile so yeah oh you had a
0: tile on them yeah dude oh
1: no ruined it I was like oh, damn that's so sad that's oh, an yeah. absolute nightmare it was it, I felt like such a dummy. D- All I could do was laugh. Yeah, oh, no, this sucks. <laughs> I, I was like, so
0: yeah, we're dummies. One one okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into the stories about the pine. We numbers. haven't
1: seen each other in like two weeks. Two weeks now. We got,
0: I have one thing that I want to talk about. It it's a it, quick story. It happened last night. So we <laughs> at Kaylee and our Kaylee and I's house, we have this little like back patio, right, and that's where we keep our garbage can and our recycling can. And it the past few days, um it looked like something had like been going through our trash. And um like we live in Northeast PA. And so of course like I'm thinking maybe like it's a bear which would be surprising in this area but like not impossible or you know a raccoon but the, like the trash can was knocked over. So I was kind of thinking, like, maybe it was, you know, a little bear. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'll go to...
1: Aren't raccoons kind of like little bears in themselves?
0: Like, yeah, maybe. But I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll go to fucking Home Depot or whatever and get a trash can with a lid on it. Because our trash can right now is just open. And um, so we just kind of, like, forgot about it. But then last night we uh we ordered pizza for dinner and i saw your pizza
1: box outside huh i saw the pizza box outside yeah
0: that's why I, yeah so i was going to throw or just throw the pizza box in the recycling can and i'm just like not even paying attention i just i just open the door and like looking at the ground or whatever and i look up and i see the thickest raccoon ass <laughs> right in my face <laughs> Full cheeks. Full like, cheeks, dude. And that I literally, sweet. damn, double cheek I, Thursday after. I literally, I just look up and I just see it and I scream. I don't know why, but it scared the shit out of me. And I jump back and Kaylee's in the living room and I'm just like, babe, babe, babe. And she just runs over and she's like hella excited. And yeah, it's just the raccoon which is like staring at us. And he just kind of like scampers and we have a tree in our backyard like right next to the uh, back porch. And he just scampers up the tree, and then he gets his point in the tree, which is like eye level at least with me. And he's just staring at me. And Kaylee just Kaylee walks off, walks off the porch, goes to the base of the tree, and is like,
1: "Hey, buddy!" I'm like, Bang. that is a wild animal. That is
0: a whole wild animal.
1: That, it could be a rabbit, <laughs> I even though."
0: But that I mean, it was hella cute. I this is either yeah, hella cute. It was like the first actual like raccoon encounter I've ever had. <laughs> It was just straight cheeks, right in my face, (laughs) double cheeks. And and I like, boy, it was thick. But then, of course, like I'm looking at this raccoon. He's really cute. I form a bond with it right in that moment. Of course. So I'm like, I'm not gonna let my boy go hungry. We had two extra slices of pizza, so I cut a little sliver off one and put it on one of the tree branches. Dude. Home. You did the number one thing. I don't care. I know you're not supposed to that do that. I have to tell you not
1: to do I know. I like, don't give a them. shit. I do not you care. You know the neighbors you have? Let them eat their trash. I yeah. don't
0: care, dude. I wanted this man to have a good night. He oh showed me some God. ass. I gave him some pizza, yeah, I gave him bro. Dinner. I gave him dinner. <laughs> he, gave, he gave you the ass. You gave him I bought him a meal. <laughs> I bought him a meal. Yeah, yes, I do. so uh, Kaylee named him Chad, and so now he's just our little buddy who goes through our trash. But he ate the pizza. Kaylee saw him eating the pizza later that night.
1: I mean, that's pretty late.
0: Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Just said I saw a raccoon, but... That's cool. Shall we get into this now? Yeah, let's actually get into the, to the
1: episode. Cool. I realized, I tried not to use my computer. I realized all my tabs for this episode are on the computer. Mm. So that sucks. So you might hear some clicks here and there. <laughs> Deal with it losers um all right so we are talking about the new jersey pine barrens can you turn me up right here yeah oh, fuck. Hello. hello uh i guess that's good there hold on let me pause and play this back all right we had some te- technical difficulties <laughs> I had to deal with but um anyway so <laughs> what the pine Barrens are are barrens. Barren, No, they're another barrens Bear, yeah, it sounds like you're saying bear rings. Bearings, I gotta get my bearings. No, it's barrens. Pine barrens. Pine barons. But they are are a super rare type of pine forest. Um right. on the Atlantic coast. Which happens to be New Jersey. New Jersey. And they used to not be rare. Um they used <laughs> to be spread all the way from North Carolina actually to um which reading that I realize that North Carolina is kind of a lot like that. Like sandy piney kind of right. terrain. So it's Wait, like, oh, so it's the Pine
0: cool. Barrens, so do you mean that North Carolina... Used to be. Used to have yeah. those, well, that so, kind of terrain? Or yeah. that the New Jersey Pine Barrens extended No, down? so
1: the Pine Barrens are a type of forest um, that once stretched from North Carolina mm-hmm. to Nova Scotia. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, And now there are only three major forests left. Um, and that's where they're named now, is like the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Right. And then there's a Massachusetts one, which I'm not 100% on the name. And then there's a... um, The the other major one is uh, the Southern Long Island in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that one's quickly dwindling because of the proximity of the city and the land is like super useful as a... Real estate. It's Sick. Forest. Right. Um, so, anyway, um, it's super acidic soil. It's really poor for growing cops, crops. Crops. Cops. Cops. <laughs> we can't grow cops here. Damn it. Um, there are probably not a lot of cops here anyway, though, as we can tell by some of the In stories. In the pine Barrens? Yeah. Some of the stories will tell. Yeah. Um, so, it's super sandy, super acidic soil. Very bad for growing crops. And... Um, it was first settled about 10,000 years ago by the ancestors of the, uh, what is it, Lenape or Lenape? Um, Lenape. Lina-
0: Lenape. I think
1: technically it's Lenape. Lenape. Yeah. So, um, so it was settled by ancestors of the Lenape people. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time it was settled by Europeans or I guess records of it being settled was during the 17th century. Um, and it was Dutch and Swedish people mainly used the land um and they fished and used it as a whaling outpost. So what well, whaling? Outposts? Whaling, like you know like whaling. Killing outposts. whales? Yeah, like Moby Dick. On the east coast? Yeah. Damn. There's still whales up by New England. Huh. Um I don't know about this far south coast wise. Right. Anymore because of the population. Right. But like New England, like it's huge for whales. Like Boston, um When I was up there, we were going to do a whaling, a whale watching. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, So anyway, um, later on, um, a lot of industries kind of sprouted up, even though it's poor soil Mm -hmm. for growing crops. A lot of industries um, sprouted up, including cotton, which I guess that would be like processing of cotton. Yeah. Because if it's poor soil, you're not going to grow cotton there. That was more of a southern thing, so probably, was yeah, like just process. gonna say, yeah, like it's probably like a processing plant, sure, maybe. Um, I mean, if it's yeah, South Carolina was, yeah, well, no, I'm talking about this is specifically New Jersey. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what the Dutch settlers too is also specifically like the New Jersey region, okay. Um, also, other industries were glass, paper, clay, mm-hmm. um, however, um, in Pennsylvania, um, when coal was discovered and that became like <laughs> a booming industry in a short amount of time. Right. Um, A lot of those towns actually just migrated. Like, they're like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of this glass (laughs) pissing me off. I'm gonna go mine coal. (laughs) So, um, a lot of those towns actually became abandoned and basically overnight. Okay. Like, people would just pack up and leave full towns. So, like, are there still ghost towns in the um, Pinders? There were a lot of um, War comes from ghost towns and abandoned towns. Mm. And that's like a lot of the stem of the lore. Um, so, to get into the lore of said deal, I think the biggest and most popular uh, lore coming out of there, which is actually the episode I watched, was on the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil, baby. And so what the Jersey Devil is, or was, or is, it is, 100%. Do you believe in the Jersey Devil? Um... For real, for real?
0: I don't want to say for real, for real. Um, I don't not believe in the jerk, the Devil. It's one of those
1: things that it's just like... Oh, like the hockey team? Because I believe in the hockey team.
0: I know they're real. Good one. Thanks. I never fucking put that together. Holy shit. Really? Why are called the Devils? They're oh the Jersey god. Devils. Oh my shit. god. Shit. I feel like a big dumb... Big, <laughs> big dumb dummy. boy right now. You were a big dummy today. <laughs> no, but I mean like I don't... It's just one of those things where, like, I don't know. A lot of people very strongly believe in it. So, I mean, and I've never had any encounter. I, you know, I lived in New Jersey. and Yeah, but
1: you lived in, like, city
0: jersey. Yeah, I lived in, a, in Clifton, New Jersey, um, which is uh, just, like, suburban. And um, so I've never had, like, I've never been to the Pine Barrens. I've never had any you know yeah like i said like any encounter or anything but at the same time i've never you know seen a skinwalker i've never seen bigfoot i've never seen mantis man you know that's a, a, a apparently a big one in northeast pa um so yeah i don't know
1: mantis man is in also new jersey oh uh, really yeah um hmm.
0: But yeah, so like, Patterson, that was like, yeah, I don't, I don't not believe in it, is what I would say.
1: Uh, okay. Um, you got it. Um, so yeah, so the story behind that is, um, according to the said lore of such Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. um, in 1735, a woman named Deborah Leeds. Uh, yep, Miss Leeds. Mother Leeds. Sorry, That's what she was called as. <laughs> I, do, her, I do know the story. She had her 13th child. A lot of you, I'm sure, know the story because it's a famous one. And mm-hmm. the 13th child was said to be cursed, it was literally the spawn of Satan. Um, so this creepy cryptid screamed, um, made out its famous blood curdling cry, mm-hmm. and um, killed a either they say she either killed Mother Leeds herself or killed a wet nurse. I heard it was the wet nurse. And then, like, flew up the chimney. Like, right. Like, Santa Claus style. And, like, <laughs> from
0: what I remember from that story, she
1: like, flew into the woods, and that, that was the story of the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Hespring, haunting their area ever since.
0: I mean, she had her 13th kid, and for some reason, she was like, God, please let this one be a, a fucking monster. And yeah. then God was like, You got it. You got, it, got <laughs> it.
1: Now, um, I heard that it was actually, she was cursed by like a local clergy. Like her birth was like cursed by black magic and whatnot. Isn't
0: 13? Like, I mean, I know Friday, thir- like 13 is an unlucky number, mm-hmm. or like something like that.
1: Yeah, it is. Mm. It's like Friday the 13th. Right. right. it's, it's right, considered right. an unlucky number. Um, I don't know where that stems from. We can maybe do a whole episode on the number Yeah, 13. maybe. You
0: yeah, number 13.
1: That can be our 13th episode. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good idea. There you go. Hmm. Um, so yeah um I'm trying to find the name of the exact bird but um a lot of the today's kind of um sightings of that's it the sandhill crane so a lot of today's like I speculation I have of as well of what the Jersey Devil was or what was mistaken as a Jersey Devil by people who don't have the internet who just knew what basic stuff was was um there's a bird called the Sandhill Crane, which is native to the area and can grow to be like four foot tall and makes God's this like fucking insane. horrific cry. And it's Ugh. got like this crazy like wingspan. Mm-hmm. It's like six foot wingspan or something. <clears throat> so Four feet tall. Yeah. So they're saying a lot of these are like them flying, you know, and it's like you think like four foot's a big bird, you know, yeah. a lot of people would be freaked out over a four foot bird. I'd be freaked out over a four foot bird even if I knew what it was. Like, a
0: lot of people who see the Jersey Devil say that it has like the head of a deer it has hooves like it walks on four actually no no they just say it walks on two feet That's <laughs> maybe it's, it is a it's bird spot panel
1: <laughs> no they say cause like a lot of like the big description factors like it's got an oblong face mm. or is it oblong or a bleak? oblong
0: you're oblong. right oblong
1: it's got an oblong face which um and that comes into like a beak Mm-hmm. beak bird <laughs> um and, you know, you can mistake, like, part of the neck as a face or something. Or whatever. Right. It's like looking down, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, kind of... Um, and I think that's pretty plausible. I'm not saying that... It's not interesting to think that there's a Jersey Devil out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. That's
1: all I have to say. I'm just yeah. saying, um... The knowledge pool of people in olden days was small. <laughs> was sparse. Was sparse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um... I think there could have easily been things, especially in the 1800s, 1700s, things that lived in the same area as people Mm -hmm. that people had no idea what they were because they were, you know, deep woods or whatever. Right. And not really,
0: I don't know how, if the story of mother Leeds is completely folklore or if there was, no,
1: um, she's a real person. Oh, okay. Um, That makes me feel better about that. She's a real person. Um, but, of course, you know, then you get to the war part of, the, like, the yeah, clergy yeah. and dark magic. and Right, right, right. All that good stuff. So that's, like, the most famous story um, of the Pimerians. Mm-hmm. That was a good um, knuckle crack. Thank you. Yeah. That was pretty um, crisp. That was crisp. Right in the mic. <laughs> Here's another one. Nope. All no right. There it is. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I, all right. I got to stop. Dude. Jesus. With the knuckle cracks. I'm gonna have to cut this. See how this sounds <laughs> in playback. Um, so anyway, um, other famous stories that I was researching. Um, there's one of a haunted boy. A <laughs> haunted um, boy. The boy himself does the haunting. He is not haunted. Uh, so maybe haunting boy. Haunting boy. Ghost boy. He's a ghost boy. Okay, ghost ghost. ghost ghosty boy. Ghosty boy. Um, he was a rumored hit and run victim. Hmm. He was chasing his ball. Into the street.
0: <laughs> that's classic.
1: And the classic, yeah. Okay. I, I got hit. And he says he haunts Burn Mill Road in searching of his killer. If you drive down the road at night and turn off your lights, you may just see a boy running for his ball. Okay. So that's one. All right. Um. And then the other one, which I thought was cool, is there is a haunted hike. Huh. It what makes called, the hike haunted? It is called the Ghost Lake Trail at Jenny Jump State Forest. Okay. It is less than two miles. So it's a short hike. Okay. And it it's claimed to be haunted. As the legend um, goes, the park is named after a girl who lost her life there. And um, well, that's actually really cool. What? Um, to get to the park, you have to drive down a road called Shades of Death Road. Oh, um, don't we have a Shades of Death? Wait, Shades of Death Trail? It's Chris's Album. Our, our friend Chris has an album coming out, probably the fall, so check it out, Chris Del Cruz. Chris Del Cruz on all streaming platforms. On all streaming platforms. Quick plug. Um, and his album is called Shades of Death, and it's uh. named after a local trail by us. Huh. I so, wonder if they're
0: related at all.
1: I, I doubt it. Hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, so there's a lot of, like I mentioned early, um ghost towns mm-hmm. in New Jersey, uh, or specifically the Pine Barrens. Because of um, a lot of people packing up and moving, mm-hmm. um, like one for example, there is a What, what do we say it was orphanage, or psychiatric hospital, something like that? Yeah, it was. I think it was a child psychiatric hospital um, that's abandoned, and you can visit full force. Go visit it, and then um, there's another one I saw, which is I thought it was gonna be interesting, not really that interesting. There's a guy, there's a place called the Addison Mansion, which was a famous iron worker. Mm-hmm. He owned a lot of iron <laughs> okay. plants, I guess, Okay. factories, and he built this mansion, and then quickly it became abandoned. Um, and then there's yeah. a local businessman that was known to pay his employees in cash. Okay. You know, because screwed the government. Right. Right. The right. And um, people tried to rob him, like they jumped him on the street. As one does. As yeah. one does when you're carrying a bullet of cash in a right. fancy car. Right. So they try to, like, rob him, and he just drove through him. Oh, shit. So when he drove through them, like, they shot at his car because, you know, he was driving at him. As one does. And they um, killed his brother. Oh. So that is, like, the whole, like, clan of fame of the Addison Mansion. And, like, apparently it happened near there, and his brother haunted. it. Haunts the mansion. I saw. And there's, like, a mural like, Somebody like graffitied a mural, mm-hmm. it's actually a pretty dope drawing. What's it of the, oh, it's the depiction of the scene? It's a car, oh my god, speeding away from like people holding what looks like stick figure holding guns. Nice, and I, I think a couple of them are laying in the street. Um, huh. but yeah, that's the uh, Addison Mansion. Wasn't mm-hmm. that interesting? I thought it was gonna be something that being said. The one thing I saw that was really interesting Uh, that I was super into. Yeah, you told me about um, this. It's called Ong's Hat. It's in an abandoned town. How do you spell that? Ong's? O-N-G. Apparently it's a common name back then. Okay. So O-N-G Hat. Um, They're not sure really how it got named. Um, But the story kind of goes that It was settled. um, It was never very big. And then it um, quickly became abandoned like a bunch of these towns.
0: So Ong, Ong's...
1: Ong, yep. Wait, is, so is
0: Ong a guy's name or the name of the settlement?
1: Ong is a guy's name and they think the settlement is named after this settlement. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Ong was apparently a popular name back then. Okay. And they also think that sometimes it was originally Ong's hut as, you know, popular camp or settlement. Right, right. Uh, fort or camp or whatever as a, like a passing through mm-hmm. town.
0: So the name um, of the just, settlement is Ong's hat.
1: That just became mistaken as Hat, but they, okay. the official name now is known as Ong's Hat. Okay. Um, so it quickly became abandoned, but um, apparently there is, in the 50s, a organization called the Moorish Orthodox Church of America, mm-hmm. and it was mainly white jazz musicians and poets. Okay. They traveled the world uh-huh. um, and learned a bunch of different philosophies and spiritual practices, from all over the western and mainly eastern world. Okay. Um, and um, one of the travelers was uh, a guy named, I think Wally Fard is how you pronounce it. Wally Fard. Nice. Wally Fard. Um, so he returned and he's like, you know what? I know a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. I'm going to make a settlement. Okay. Somebody called a cold. Okay. But I am going to make a settlement. So he did that. In uh, 1978, he settled his way um, in a 200-acre patch in the Pine Barren, um, just so happens to be Ong's Hat. Okay. <laughs> um, so they settled, and um, he changed the name from Moorish Orthodox Church to Moorish Science Ashram. Ashram? Ashram, okay. Um, I think that's how you pronounce that. I also think so, too. Same, same stuff, different name. Okay. He just kind of took it over.
0: Right. Um, so so this guy, Wally, came to this place, which is already settled.
1: Yeah, Ong so he, he's, he spent all his money that he gathered traveling or however right. on these acres. And in these acres was Ong's Hat. And that's where they kind of set up. Their so he just shop. came
0: in, found the church, and was like, this
1: is now mine. Yeah, this little abandoned town is now mine. Okay. So um, pretty standard cold stuff, you know. <laughs> abandoned place, settle. You know, is what it is. um. It gets weird because two of the guys that settled with him, Mm -hmm. their names were Frank. And I think, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. I think it's Althea. Althea. Something like that. Okay. I'm going to say Althea. Frank and Althea Dobbs. They settled with him. Now, they were twins. Both guys? I think they're both guys. Okay. um, Because it is... What? Actually, it's not that old. It's the 70s. What is the 1970s? I would say it's olden times, and they worked at Princeton, so I'd assume they're guys. But by the 80s, you know, there was a lot of female professors. Right, yeah. They weren't so... Yeah, yeah. Like, but, men, men weren't such assholes to them. Like, women were allowed to be professors. Right, okay, <laughs> you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought this was like the 1800s, and like... It was <laughs> <laughs> actually the 1970s. And, and men were like... Men... Yeah, you women can't be professors. You right. don't know what you're doing. But, but okay. It's, just it's, it's the 80s. So assuming it's like, that they're both dudes. So, I'm going to assume they're both dudes. And if they're not, um, I'm truly sorry. If <laughs> <laughs> to the other twin. To the other twin. Um, so, anyway. They were raised in Texas. And they were raised, actually, in a UFO worshiping cult. So, they got plenty of experience. Um, and it was actually mm. founded by their father. So, uh, By the yeah, twin's father. By the twin's father. The UFO place? The UFO cult, where they were raised. Was founded by their father. Yes. Somehow in their life, they went from being raised in the UFO cult to being professors at Princeton. Okay. So they made it. All right. And obviously, being raised in a UFO cult might give you some skewed perception. Right. Um, So they were working on um, a project at Princeton called the Cognitive Chaos which really doesn't go into detail <clears> what it is. Um, so, and I didn't do any research because it wasn't too important. To this, so. <laughs> okay. But if you're curious, cognitive chaos, there you go. Um, whatever this work was, um, it got them dismissed from the universe. Sick. <laughs> so obviously, they thought that it was a bunch of rubbish. Some fuck shit. Yeah. Some, some bullshit. And they're like, no, this this isn't real science. Okay. Please leave. Um, so they decided to continue their experiments on the Cognitive Chaos. I think it should be called the Cognitive Chaos Theory. That's what it seems. But right. When you add theory at the end, it seems like... More official. Yeah, yeah, like that nice, like... Okay, okay. Cherry. Um, anyway, so they decided they were going to continue doing their research. So, um, they joined this cult and set up shop in this little, like, run-down, like, trailer. At Ong's Hat? At Ong's Hat, which okay. is this, um... Cult, this other cult, the Moorish Science Ashram, okay. the, other, the guy found by Wally Fard. Right. So they joined his cult, set up shop, continued their chaos studies. Um, they quickly gained progress more so than they had even expected to gain progress. Okay. On whatever they were. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know either. Um, whatever they were experimenting, they apparently quickly progressed in the research. Um, ah, actually, sorry, I glanced right over this. Um, the theories promoted, here it is. Uh-huh. Here you guys go. This is what the cognitive chaos is. The theories promoted the idea that people could tap into unused portions of their brains and do things such as stop their aging, purge diseases from their system, and some other stuff that it mentions later. Um, some A-grade some standard bullshit. Yeah. bullshit. You know, and it's like... It's like you can, like, control emotions and stuff like that. Right. So, stop aging, purchase these, control emotions or whatever kind of stuff they thought you could do. Kind of sounds cool, though. Why is that called chaos? Cognitive chaos, because I guess cognitive is something in your mind. Yeah, chaos. okay. Maybe because you right. can cause chaos?
0: All right, all right.
1: I don't know. Sounds cool, though. Yeah, it, it's a cut your neck. You know? Um, so... Anyway, they're at Ong's Hat. They're at Ong's Hat. Um, they're with this cult guy who's allowing them to do the research. They're progressing very quickly with the research. Um, and they create this device known as the Gate. Okay. And the Gate is actually one of a series of devices that has a collective hole known as the Egg. <laughs> so you have this... This I don't like this. You have this thing called the Egg and it's a series and one of those... Um one of those points in the series is the gate. It's the gate. Okay. Okay. Um so what they did with the gate is they hooked people up to computers and um, they mapped their brainwaves. Okay. Which is pretty advanced for the 80s. For the, thought, yeah, for the right? yeah. Like i like oh, I was just thinking good. that. I was like that's pretty good for the 80s, you know. I guess it's <clears> probably the 80s at this point, early 80s. Um so apparently the scientists learned how to control chaos. Um Oh, so they tapped into, like, I guess people's, like, dark thoughts, secrets, things, and controlled okay. chaos. It says here in the quote, controlled chaos with their mind. Okay. Within the mind. So Sorry. they're just playing God with... Essentially. You. Okay. Um And uh, what else to do in the 70s? But they experimented with sex, drugs, right. and other wave manipulators. Okay. Yep. Of course. So, of course, what else do you do in the it's 70s? The 70s. Well, you know. Do psychedelics. Of course. Of course. So... Um. Yeah, so apparently that was successful.
0: That's it? That's all, all Hogwarts is?
1: No. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. The gate. That's all the gate was. Oh, okay. So what what the fuck is the egg? So the fourth version of the egg um which I guess was another part of that series was another was I don't know how many if there it doesn't say if there's more than 4. Okay. But there's at least four versions or four parts, parts to, of the of, egg. to the egg. Parts to the egg. And this fourth part was tested on, um, was tested, and when it was activated uh, the device disappeared. What? Oh, so this boy had this device. This this fourth part of the egg. <laughs> okay. okay. Stay with me. Uh, Alright, I'm,
0: right, I'm with you.
1: The boy was holding this device and they activated it. And he and the device both disappeared. Entirely. Okay. Okay. And then moments later, rematerialized, and the boy claimed that he had traveled to another dimension next to ours. Right. And that this device was the opening of the gate, of like a portal. Okay. Okay. Now, hear me out. This is a lot. I know it's a lot, but my me personally, it's something I like to cover on this podcast at some point. Is the multi dimension. Yeah, that's something that I really. And it's something be able I to. believe in. I don't I know enough about it. I seriously believe in the multi dimension theory. Okay, um, I
0: definitely would like because I I was thinking about this recently. Because like
1: you like, you think we have the dimensions we know. I don't know enough about it to really form an opinion. Okay, so it's like so it's like you have, what what is the dimensions we know four the fourth dim- four dimensions. Y- yeah, I think. And then they say there's like a fifth one. Uh huh. Like it's like, it's still recognizable to us because it's so close to our known dimensions. <sighs> it gets a little weird and there's like a 6th and 7th and 8th and so on uh-huh. and they get more and more recognizable and then it's like you go to like the 12th dimension and it's like super fucking like wonky like and okay. crazy so we'll talk something, about that something okay. I, I kind of want to do yeah we'll talk about that another time because this is I don't know if you remember not just a ghost story thing it's just it's kind of dark kind of dark I'm talking about spooky stuff spooky stuff I think inter- interdimensional theory is pretty spooky. Yeah, I think so. 100%. A little mind-blowing, at least. So anyway, it gets weirder. Okay. So this boy says that he discovered another dimension, which would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Whether he did or didn't. I think he might have just been on a lot of psychedelics. Possibly. Um, anyway. Um, so he, discovered, he said he discovered another dimension. Um, and then later on... Um, the members of this cult or gathering, mm-hmm. um, they had to leave their compound due to due to a chemical spill from nearby Fort Dix, and it was leaking nuclear material into the area. Okay, but as it goes, instead of fleeing outwards away from the land, oh, no, they fled to a different dimension, <laughs> and they lived in what was altered the dimension of Ong's hat okay. but um the rest of humankind didn't exist okay okay so that's where they went that's convenient for them I guess <laughs> this was like yeah fuck okay it. Like, that's like what they wanted right so now they have the whole world like think about it, they just took over dimension bro what what is if
0: this is Ong's dimension what if,
1: what if what if the next dimension over now is just like this cult like they have like population number is like it's like New York City but <sighs> the whole thing is this cult like <sighs> I just took over dimension like yep <laughs> like, like, yeah
0: hey you run this shit now. This
1: is <laughs> that's kind of lit you know? that's pretty lit taking I,
0: over an entire dimension
1: I would take over dimension if I could <laughs> like, that's how sounds awesome so I would really like the eighth dimension though something that's like really zany it's like looking everything's wonky we'll mm-hmm. get into it. we'll get into it. um there's also a part of that story that says that the government caught wing caught wind of them mm-hmm. doing this dimension experiments and they uh got into a fight with them they okay they created the compound they killed seven people oh my god and um apparently everybody involved government and on government got sucked into the gate,
0: <laughs> and <laughs> they closed it
1: fucking <laughs> so this um now that you're all trapped in another dimension what <laughs> yeah so that's the theory of
0: of Ong's Hat. Hat it's
1: like the most like and forest. that all happened
0: in the Pine Barrens
1: yeah it's, it's a settlement abandoned town in the Pine Barrens and apparently so in short Ong's Hat is a settlement in the Pine Barrens and it is said to be a gateway to another dimension so um okay a lot of this bullshit I'm sure it's all bullshit <laughs> you know as much as I love
0: Interdimensional, interdimensional
1: theory. travel. Um, I think it's a super amusing story, and that's why I told <laughs> you guys. So yeah, that's what I have. Um, cool. And then you have a couple Yeah, I added I have one, right?
0: I have two, actually, I have
1: two short stories. Oh, we're actually, only at an hour six minutes, so it's not so bad.
0: Alright, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I found these stories, as always, on Reddit. When you told me you're doing the Pine barrens I of course, like I said, I was born in New Jersey and I'm just fascinated by it, you know, all the stories of the Jersey devil and, and everything. This, so
1: this isn't your story though, is it?
0: No, these are, uh, two separate stories. Um, I can find the author in just a
1: second, but yeah, I just
0: found these on Reddit. Um, and I thought it was really interesting. I really like Reddit stories just because they are just firsthand accounts.
1: Oh, I actually have one more before you get into this. Okay, I think ahead. this is how I want to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one more that I remembered I wanted to talk about. If I can find it, because it does not seem to have migrated. This,
0: before I get into it, this first story is um, by Flannin Light, and it was
1: posted three three years ago. Flannan Light. Understood. Uh... Why don't you go ahead and off on this, okay. because I don't have it up right
0: now.
1: <clears throat> Back in 2008,
0: I decided mid-February to drive down Piney, Piney Hollow Road in Winslow 2, because the Blue Hole was supposed to be located off that road. I don't know what that is. I was getting ready to move out of state and wanted to do something related to the Jersey Devil, since that's where he supposed, supposedly lived, along with some other strange things. So, I turned off onto a dirt road and was driving down a little, but stopped because I knew they said you could only drive so far, and I didn't want my car getting stuck. Dumb me was by myself. So, I'm sitting there with the windows down. Should have had a Jeep Wrangler.
1: Huh? Should have had a Jeep Wrangler. Says the guy with the Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Not like biased or anything, but you yeah. I mean, probably would have got stuck.
0: Um, so, I'm sitting there with the windows down, smoking a cigarette, just trying to f- figure a game plan. Oh, and That's vibes. Yeah. Out of the corner of my left eye of the car Wait. Of the corner Oh, sorry. Out of the corner of my eye on the left side of the car, something huge like taller than my car went by real fast into the woods. Now I know I saw something, so I start looking around. Mind you, I don't hear anything. No wind through the trees rustling bushes, no birds, no animals. You could hear a pin drop that's how quiet it was. Which that's really interesting to me. Because, like, everyone, it's really well known that if you're ever in the woods and everything goes quiet, like, the woods are never supposed to be completely quiet. Like, you're supposed to hear animals chirping or like insects chirping, you know, birds chirping, you know, whatever. Wind and such. Wind and such. Dude, I
1: cannot. Sorry to interrupt, but I cannot believe you slept on this couch for how many years.
0: This isn't, no, this isn't the food. I bought this when we moved in here. Oh, I just no, 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 so this would, is no, this is I would not want to sleep. It's super uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no, no. all right, cool. But in this, like, it's a pretty well known thing that if all animals in the woods go silent, you need to get out of there as soon as possible because there is a predator or you know something nearby. Um, so yeah, um, you could hear a pin drop. That's how quiet it was. So I'm about to get out of the car when I hear this deep voice say, get out. It was right next to my ear, as if someone was leaning in the driver's side door and said it right there. No one was around. I looked, I would have seen someone come up to the car. Then I hear scratching sounds on the top of my car and hear much louder, almost yelling, say, get out. I somehow managed to turn my car around and hightailed it out of there moved back to New Jersey years later and haven't been back since. Scared the crap out of me. You
1: know, somebody's like, yo, I really
0: need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you get me out of here? I <laughs> the
1: guy's like, oh shit. Man. But
0: that's a, if that is like a Jersey Devil, because, I mean, you but know... All the could,
1: stories I heard says that he didn't speak.
0: Well, that's what's interesting because that might also, that might not be the Jersey Devil. That could be any cryptid in that story. But also, the Jersey Devil was born of a human being. Wendigo, baby.
1: They speak English, right?
0: Or Skinwalker, you know? They speak English. Yeah,
1: I do Wendigos. Yes, I do, yeah. can mimic voices. Right? Yeah, the yeah, human yeah. They can mimic English. They so, are also people.
0: They are people, but that's, a, yeah, but so the Jersey Devil, if, you know, the whole Mother lead story is true, he was born from a human being. So it would only make sense that he does have the ability to talk. You know what I mean? So I just thought that was interesting. Um. Here is the second story. I'm gonna find the author. If you what were you, what did you want to say?
1: Oh yeah. So um, I found this interesting little read. Um. This is a story of somebody who uh, went to school at Stockton State College, which is in New Jersey nearby. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a road there called Indian Cabin Road. Um. It's supposed to be a very creepy road. It's dirt. Um, It's very narrow and very long, and obviously it's surrounded by pine trees. Um, so, apparently, as you drive through this road, there are a few things you'll come across. Um, the first is a house with a shrine outside, um, and it appears to be some type of like devil shrine or satanic shrine of some sort. Okay. Um, and uh, he said that they chose not to stop. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I'll just read a little bit snippet here. He said, we kept going and a good distance up, we came across a shallow grave that appeared to be there for many years. There was a gravestone. It was right by a small stream. I found out later of a tale about a young girl who was apparently raped right by a man in the late 1800s who was known as a crocker. Known as what? The crocker. That the, was the crocker? The man's name. Yes. Okay. Uh, her family found her and obviously, you know, uh, gave her a burial in the backyard of their home, but their home burnt down and the grave is the only thing that is left standing. Hmm. Huh. So now this is interesting because the crooker um, was supposedly at a time, a um, notorious um, child molester Okay. who uh, settled in the Pine Barrens for his secludedness. Um, hmm. And uh, there's a story that if you stand at the girl's grave and face the ocean towards the east um, you'll be able to hear the screams of young children. oh my god super morbid super depressing but it's kind yeah. of, it is kind of dark yeah definitely um, yeah so how to bring the mood down but that is a story um so... I can't... I'm really
0: trying to find the author of the story. I can't find it. Credit to the, the user who,
1: who posted this. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, the person who wrote this also made a good point that i just like to share quick. Mm-hmm. Read a second one. Um, he said that the road is like super spooky, mm-hmm. general stories are not, and people still live down there, like real people. Oh, really? It's like, so it's like, you know, you kind of wonder about what types of people live down Back that way, huh? Where is that again? Uh, it's called Indian Cabin Road. Hmm. sure that right. Yeah, Indian Cabin Road.
0: We gotta go check yeah, out the really Pine Barrens. Are relatively close. Yeah, relatively.
1: We should really. I like gotta. Yeah, we should be. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Fun oh, day. Yeah, because we could be get so there sorry. early in the morning. Yeah. Um. So, oh, um, little tidbit here is uh. Uh, if if you want to find this if you listening, and want to search finding Indian Cabin Road is not on a map is not easy finding it in your car is even tougher the map tells you it goes straight through the Pine Barrens but the locals who live along the road will tell you it don't so stay off of it (laughs) we found this out the hard way by following maps that led us to nowhere Uh, we encountered not so friendly Pineys who are like locals locals of the Pine Barrens yeah uh, who definitely did not us uh, traveling on her road. So much for southern hospitality and kindness of strangers. Well, <clears> New <throat> Jersey is not really southern.
0: Not southern at all.
1: That's, you know, the Northeast is known as like the coldest and yeah. meanest area of the whole country. <laughs> so uh, that's not surprising. Um, oh, here's a grave. That's. Oh, that's a grave. No, I'm sorry. This is a different grave. Oh. So there you go. Uh, so they kept going, apparently checking down this road. Um, they decided to make a full run on Indian Cabin Road from beginning to... Uh, it hits a town called Sweetwater. Huh. And it goes straight to the prime, uh, the Pines. Um, the whole road looked extremely foreboding on either side, even in the daylight. I could only imagine doing this at night.
0: Sweetwater, um, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I pull it up
1: on a map and see. Um, so... Uh, They passed a lone gravestone, a satanic church. Two and a half hours ago. A bloody Virgin Mary statue. Oh. A bloody? Bloody? Bloody Virgin Mary? Oh my god. Indian Capitol Road. I found it. And crazy backwards people who chased you in trucks. Holy shit. Yeah, it's right here. Well, this sounds amusing. Uh, The darkness and desolation of the road seems to be swallowing us up as we four wheeled it through. Good thing I have a four wheel (laughs) vehicle. Um, There's a house off this road with a in-ground pool. That's not so spooky. <laughs> yeah, just because they're creepy.
0: Oh, here it is. I got to the part of the road that's nothing but woods. Ah, uh, no in-ground pool there
1: No in-ground pool here. Yeah, it's actually this. I would not want to drive this at night. Um. So they say we four wheeled it through sporadic potholes, um, and the road splits. To the left and the right, making it almost impossible to follow. Other roads cross it with no street signs to guide you. Hmm. Then. Um...
0: Oh, yeah, that's definitely what
1: the impossible to follow
0: part is. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. Then uh, it says it narrows to the size of a goat path, which sucks you even deeper into the pines. We found a lone, shallow Uh oh, I think that's supposed to be shallow.
0: Oh, this must be. So it started out. They were asking a lady about it and they were on her property. Oh, they, I guess they found her or she found them or something. That might be it. Oh, the pool? The road starts right next to a house. Uh,
1: um, so, anyway, they found the lone, shallow grave about 50 feet off the road. Nothing around it but remnants of cement foundation where a house once stood and small, stagnant stream. We recalled one of the legends about how Mrs. Shower. Oh, okay, so Shower is a people. Okay, um, and I guess you could still maybe make it out. Oh yeah, it says restored in nineteen sixty four on the gravestone. Okay. In this picture, um, so Mrs. Shower was um, the mother of. Three children. And, her and her children were massacred by, local Indians. Oh my God. While her husband was out at sea. Huh. And they're all four of them, Mrs. Shallow and three children, are buried there. Uh they died on April second of seventeen eighty five. And she's thirty four. My
0: god. Yeah, yeah, this road looks very scary.
1: Um continuing on our journey, we crossed a few more roads and came to a fork where we had to make a decision. Do we go left or do we go right? At this point we were totally lost in the woods. Decided to take the road that we looked less traveled. Pointed the truck in four-wheel low. Nice. We proceeded on. About a quarter mile, we saw a cement statue of Jesus on the side of the road. Uh, this has to be it, we both agreed. A dilapidated church-like structure lay beyond it, and as a few other buildings did. Um, we could not quite make out, through the trees, what we saw, um, but we began to take a few photos. We turned around to see a pickup truck emerge from behind the church and start towards us. We... We motioned for the truck to stop. Uh, and it did. They asked... Oh, sweet. He did have a Jeep. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Uh, they asked, can you tell us how to get to Sweetwater? We asked the teenage driver looking hopelessly lost. Map unfolding on the hood of our Jeep. He pointed us to the direction we had just come from. Without saying a word... Um, we said, is this Indian cabin road? We seemed to be lost. At which point he turned the truck around and went back to behind the church. Huh. Um, a moment later, a woman walking her dog emerged and started walking towards us. She was large. She was a large, heavy woman with unruly gray hair. Do you know you're on my property? She asked while puffing a cigarette. Sick. <laughs> Uh, I love locals. We don't know where we are. We replied, in all honesty, we just stopped to ask if the road continues on the sweet water. Oh, come on, she snapped angrily. You can't see the no trespassing signs all over here. We are sort of stunned by her unprovoked aggression. For the last 10 minutes, we had seen a sign of any kind, and believe us, we were okay. Mind you, at this point, we were perhaps 10 feet from the road on a barren patch of sand, perhaps 50 yards from the nearest building on the property. We're on a public road. We told her we have maps, and um, it tells us to follow this road until we get to Sweetwater. Is that right or wrong? She seemed to think we were lying to her, which of course was partially true, but she had no way of knowing that. She laughed to herself every time we said we wanted to end up in Sweetwater. She didn't seem to believe us. Um, when she didn't seem to believe anyone would take the road we chose for any reason, then gave us directions that seemed to be way off course according to our map. We turned around and backtracked with the pickup truck right behind us as an escort. Nice. Oh, my God. Until we came to the first paved road, then stopped the car. At which point, the pickup truck turned around and headed off back to the weird compound in the woods. Oh, my God. We sat for a moment at the crossroads, gathering our thoughts. We had managed to find two legendary sites. we set out to search for. The shower grave of the strange do a religious retreat and its unfriendly Pineland Guardians. But there's still one story of the Indian cabin road amongst the stocks and state crowd I guess this is the college that we have not found any sign of so tossing our map aside off we went heading deeper into the weird South Jersey wilderness in search of the infamous Crucker. Oh, why would you why would you they're start- looking f- what why oh here's another story called Chase on Indian Oh, the Crucker soda pop shrine. shrine there's a shrine um, I was on a comfortable afternoon bike ride one Sunday morning when I got brave and decided to venture down Indian Cabin Road on a bike dude
0: that's dumb
1: as I drove further down the dirt trail I began to notice an unusual amount of garbage on the road as I continued on along the side of the road I noticed that garbage seemed to be getting more and more abundant and I began seeing more and more bottles of Dr. Pepper literally piles of Dr. Pepper bottles everywhere as I followed the trail further into the woods I eventually went up to an old sign that I read ice cold soda beyond that appeared to be some type of large shrine or culture made entirely of soda. What? It was formed a large triangle that had been glued or taped together and was supported by softball beds and duct tape. In the middle was one word, Candyman. What the fuck? I don't know what it meant or what it was supposed to be, but I freaked out. For sure, anyone who drank this much Dr. Pepper had to be slightly deranged.
0: (laughs) I mean, I don't really drink soda, but good soda choice? Yeah, I mean, Dr. Dr. Pepper is the best. Yeah.
1: When I got back home, I talked to several friends of mine about what I'd seen. Several of them said that they heard of a local man known as the Crocker who was supposed to live in the woods and as I, unfortunately, stated that he was a child muster. Um, sad, but, you know, when you live in the middle of nowhere, you're generally maybe not doing yeah. great things. Um, so, anyway, moving on from that... Uh, He used to live in the area and would sometimes try to tempt children with candy and soda. Oh, that sucks. Um, (laughs) I thought we were moving on. That sucks. Uh, That really is unfortunate and sad. Um, Of course, I didn't believe any of the words they were saying and thought they were just making up until I read a magazine the other day and saw the Karkarors mentioned in one of the articles. I don't know if what they saw was the work of him or just some thirsty campers, but it was weird. And that is for sure. And there's also... um, I'm not going to read the story, but there's an abandoned boys' orphanage. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Do you want to finish with your story?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, like I said, I can't find the author of this, um, but all credit to them. Heard the story about two years ago from my sister's friend. One night, she was walking her dog near their house around 11 p.m. Said house was in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, and it was reasonably dark outside. While out there, she sees a man, or something as she said it, cross the road. She said he was probably about six feet tall. He was making strange noises that sounded like heavy breathing, but they were extremely loud. Suddenly, he stops walking and looks directly at her. Next thing she knew, he started to crouch down and sprint directly towards her. She ran back to her house and told her sister, the only other person at the house at the time, everything. As her sister was calling the cops, they looked through the windows and the man was nowhere to be found. Cops. He was outside their house? Yeah. Weird. And I get, yeah, she just stepped outside. Or sorry, she was walking her dog. And she sees this man or what looks like a man standing or like walking across the road making really loud like grunting or breathing noises. And then he stops, looks at her, gets down on all fours and starts sprinting towards her weird yeah Um, as her sister was calling the cops they looked through the windows and the man was nowhere to be found cops said they couldn't do anything because he didn't appear to still be out there if that wasn't creepy enough about a week later my dad caught a very large completely black coyote on his trail cam in the same woods I couldn't help but let my mind wonder if the two incidents could be related as the man making noises and crouching down before disappearing into the night sounds an awful lot like something a werewolf type of creature might do.
1: Why do we always circle back to (laughs) skinwalkers?
0: Skinwalkers are werewolves.
1: Why do we always circle back to that?
0: They're around, man.
1: Every wicked story. I don't know. I get bad vibes from your parking lot now, by the way. Oh, because I went out to get my phone charger and I was like, damn, I don't want to be <laughs> out there. I was like, this shit sucks. I know. It's just dark, like, beyond your house. It gets really dark over there. It's just dark. Back there, yeah. Damn, we should really go exploring the Pine
0: Barrens, as stupid as that might be.
1: I'm the game. Yeah. Let's go get chased by some inbreds. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, no offense to if you're an inbred. <laughs> Good. Nice save. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you can't help it. It wasn't your choice. <laughs> um, uh, this is Respect
0: All People podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's it for, for this week.
1: Yeah, um, I'm super glad this actually became an episode. Um, because I initially did my research, I didn't think I would find a whole bunch about it. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I research a topic I don't know much about, especially for this podcast, I usually start on the wiki. Right. And then just as an overview, and find articles from there. Um, and the wiki was super short. I'm glad... That, yeah, you had to dig a bit for, for this. Yeah, I'm glad that the um, conspiracy group kept this alive because right. this actually was a really cool episode yeah. changed it up a little bit from Wendigo and their cousins <laughs> their cousins so um, alright yeah, thanks that cool. so much for listening
0: and uh, we will catch you next week yeah uh, bye bye, bye.